0: Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we discuss the housewives you love to love, love to hate, and sometimes hate to hate. Your next episode with Bess and Sarah is coming up now.
1: Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we talk about all of our ladies, our love to love, love to hate, sometimes hate to hate. I'm your host, Bess Ellis. And I'm your host, Sarah Florey. Hello.
0: Welcome. We welcome, welcome. We are recording this. Well, BravoCon is happening before our very eyes. Yeah, it's going on. I've received some updates from some people. Hopefully
1: next week we'll have some hot scoopage for you guys on that. Yeah. I have FOMO. I don't think Sarah does. Sarah's not a con person.
0: I'm not a con person, but I am enjoying seeing the Instagram updates. I like to think I'm not a con person, but if I I were to get there, I'd I'd con. I think you're a mega fan. I want a VIP con, though. Yeah, I would want to, like do it the right way which means someone would have to donate oh to yeah no to my it.
1: lot of, I told Sarah yesterday my lotto wish was like we'll go, we'll mega VIP it if I take you
0: yeah and then I could like opt out of some things that like I don't really want to do fine yeah. I'll,
1: I'll go to summer house on my own
0: but we are here I think it's our 15th episode of doing this podcast so thank you for all a, of your a Vicki Gumbelson woohoo to that yeah thank you for listening and all of your support we've got our Guggenheim cheers Today, which is our... Saturday morning cava. rosé. It's actually Sparkling Malbec from Argentina. Okay. Sorry. It's not a Chepenoise method. You brought it. (laughs) Anyway, um, we just want to say thank you for listening. And for those of you who are new to our podcast... Welcome. Welcome. First of all, welcome for whoever's listening to us in Mexico. Welcome. We see you. We see you. And, um, you know, we'll just want to break down a little bit kind of what we do, which is... Profile one woman from a Real Housewives franchise each episode. So we're not really talking about like recaps on episodes or um, any kind of current drama that's going on. It's like we're the journey of we're the housewives. Doing a journey of one person. So we do favorite moments. We do a little bit of background history. Um, Our burning questions. Burning about them. questions that we each have about them. And then Rose, Thorns, Chirons, and just really their arc. Their arc as a housewife. So we've got a killer
1: one today. Yes, we do. We have the La Dame, the Grand Dame herself,
0: Karen Huger. Karen Huger. What are your thoughts on Karen? I love Karen. She's one of my favorite housewives of all time. I'm going to come out and say that right away. Okay. I think that she is vulnerable. I think she's funny. I think she does not take herself too seriously. Although sometimes she does, she's in on the joke. But
1: that's also what endears you to When they take yeah. themselves too seriously, that endears me to a housewife because I want that.
0: Yeah, but I think she's she's she is ultimately in on the joke of she gets what it. this all is. Um, she tells a lot of half truths.
1: Which is exactly like
0: what I want.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you always say she speaks in a word salad. She's a word salad for me. She just talks, <laughs> talks and talks to the point where you're exhausted and you're like, I forgot what the question was.
0: Yeah. And I love that.
1: I've been on a journey with Karen. So I did not love her her first season. And I've grown to really love Karen. Karen understands the assignment to me. She is not one of my favorites, but I think, you know what? I'm always happy to see Karen. She's got the perfect amount of
0: delusional that I love in a housewife. Yeah, she really does. And Potomac was, um, I'm surprised to hear... How many people are sleeping on Potomac? Don't sleep on Potomac, people. They're, you know, either they think the location is boring or there's not any famous or people Or my mother calls Potomac, Potomac. Potomac. They don't know what it is or where it is. And you know what? I didn't know where it was either, okay? I had no idea. I said, is this D.C.? Is this, like, up the shore? or I, What is this? You know what? It is, like, a grouping of suburbs outside of D.C. I think it includes... Virginia, Maryland, and Potomac. It's along the river, of, right?
1: Potomac has had some of the most top tier seasons. Maybe the last season wasn't the greatest season, but we've right. all had down seasons. Potomac seasons two through five do not sleep on people.
0: Exactly. I mean, these are rich areas. These are all black women. They're unbelievably beautiful. They're unbelievable. Um, and they
1: know how to have a good time
0: together. These are and suburban women. They fight, but They're, they know how to still laugh together. Yeah. They have a good sense of humor about themselves. They are a ton of fun. So just check it out. These are some smart broads. Yeah, I agree. So with that, we'll get into Let's the Karen. Ledum, Let's do it. Once upon Huger, a time. Oh, once upon a time, Karen Wooden was born on May 3rd, 1963. In Spring Grove, Virginia. This makes her a Taurus. A Taurus is known for being hard headed. Agree. Down to earth. Disagree. Agree. Uh, I mean, agree with you. Disagree. (laughs) Loyal. (laughs) Agree. I agree. Reliable. Meh. And sensual. Definitely. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Karen's five foot seven. I thought she would be shorter than that. Mm hmm she's medium. Karen grew up on a farm, a large family farm in Virginia, uh, that had been in her family for more than a hundred years. And we saw it's in Surrey County, Virginia, which I think she pronounces Surrey County. I don't know if that's how, It is pronounced locally. Who knows? But she's the daughter of farmers, so her parents were Georgina Rains Wooden, who passed away from kidney failure in 2017, and her father Benjamin B. Wooden died in 2018 due to complications from Alzheimer's disease. Um, She was very close to her parents, um, and also has a younger sister Bridget,
1: who I think was on the show. show. She's been on
0: once at least. So um, Karen attended, we don't really know a lot about her high school years or more than we have stated that she grew up on the family farm working hard, but she did attend the University of Virginia. She did not graduate. She did not graduate. She dropped out before graduation to pursue what she calls, quote unquote, entrepreneurial ventures. <laughs> So, I don't... What entrepreneurial ventures? I'm not sure. I'm sure she had them. It's extremely hard to find what jobs she's she has So yeah, She's, again, half-truths with Karen. yeah, 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 yeah. What we do know is that um, when she was younger, she had a first starter marriage, I guess we could say. She married a man named Edmund E. Carter. Not uh, anything about him online. Um, all we know is that she did have a son... Her firstborn, Brandon, who has also been on the show as well. Brandon is a, a beautiful gentleman. He is. He's, he's a nice looking guy. Yeah, and uh, had him with her first husband. So Brandon, I believe, when she married her second husband, Ray, who we'll talk about in a moment, Brandon was the one who walked her down the aisle. So oh. she has. So the only thing we know about Karen's entrepreneurial ventures no her her jobs before you know she was a housewife to ray and and all that is that she has mentioned that she did when she was a single mother and had a small child she worked at taco bell i love that yeah she too. will do it you doing it for i, I love she it she mentioned this on i believe uh, watch what happens live i know bravo's daily dish she said she was married before ray and starting her first company what company not sure me do you think she sold like mary Kay or something I could see her doing an MLM. So she, before she started her first company, she said her son was one years old and um, she was working at Taco Bell at night and being a mommy during the day. And she was also an executive secretary. So I could also see that. Good on her. She's working hard. She's doing what she needs to do. She said no was not an option for her. And that... Was a means to an end, and she made that happen. She by did working at Taco Bell. So I love that. So you want to go into the to the Ray Huger of it all?
1: Sure. So she did marry Ray on September seventh, nineteen ninety six. They met at a Black Caucus event about two years after her first marriage ended. They had Raven together, who's twenty six years old, who was born September 29th, ninth, nineteen ninety seven. She's about 20, yeah, so she's 26 right now. Do we have their date? Oh, she married Ray on September 7th, 1996.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Raven is spelled R-A-Y-V-I-N, so it's a nod to her husband Ray. Absolutely. It's sort of like junior-ish. Yeah, exactly.
1: So Ray Huger,
0: and it's important that we talk about him. a little bit about Ray Huger. We know he's known, at least by her, as the Black Bill Gates.
1: Gates, Which she hated when she used to say that about him.
0: Yeah. i think she she made that up right she made yeah
1: she would call him that so he was born october 17th 1946 he received his bachelor's degree from Baruch Baruch college so wait wait she's almost
0: she's almost 20 years younger
1: than yeah 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 she's a lot younger than him okay and that's been you know they've discussed on this show he has mba from fordham he also received an honorary doctorate from the university of the district of columbia so Ray is the, and this is important. So he's the president and CEO of Paradigm Solutions International, which is a software management and consulting company that he founded in the early '90s. Hence, the Black Bill Gates. Right. According to his LinkedIn, the company helps commercial companies and government organizations prevent, prepare for, successfully manage, fully recover from a variety of weather-related and man-made business disruptions. Okay. Prior to founding PSI, Ray was an executive for IBM for twenty five years. Okay, that's how he made some money.
0: Yes, absolutely. IBM too.
1: So Ray did also have some tax issues. Yeah, this played
0: out on the show. This was was quite a big storyline for a big storyline. This was season three.
1: Yeah, creeping into season two. So according to and then they started off season three with talking about the Washington Post article about his tax
0: issues. And was this like okay? I'm trying to remember the timeline. Did we start talking about his tax issues on the show kind of after they moved? It was and after it was they was kind moved, kind of an abrupt move. So they right? in
1: season two, her storyline was like they were moving, and nobody could really understand. It seemed sort of like a rush job to move out, and she it's- said
0: empty nester.
1: She said downsizing, empty nesting, we're going to move, and she never really said where they were moving. She was just really being cagey about it when they were asking her, pretty just like, oh, you're moving. Where are you moving to? You could have easily just been like, we're not sure. We don't want to rush to buy a house. We're going to rent for six months and kind of figure it out. She was talking about things like leasing to own, which isn't really a thing. No. So according to the Washington Post, they sold um, their Potomac house. For one point six three five million, which was a far cry from the original listing price of two point five million. Yeah, you know that house had. Oh, geez, that house. She might go down in history as one of the ugliest houses. I think she was known a season as having the ugliest that kitchen in all of Housewives. Kitchen.
0: I don't. like this. Is what I have determined. Like these suburbs of D.C. are a fortune. incredibly expensive homes, right? Mm-hmm. And a shitty home, as we've seen Giselle's house. Yes, that's like a a million dollar house almost. Can I interrupt
1: and just say something about Potomac? As much as I love these ladies, they are quick, they are smart, they everything. Taste does not come to the forefront of Potomac. Oh
0: no, they are not the best dressers. No, they they do not have the greatest of taste, and they don't have taste that tasteful of homes. No, so Karen's house was a 1990s kitchen. What really got me was that like formica countertops. It, countertops that that we've all lived in these shitty chicago apartments no rentals when we were younger sure with that same white cabinetry that like that was particle board. apartment had I, I had so many apartments with she that and been she has there. this beautiful 1.5 million dollar home with that in it well that's why I'm they never so, put any work into the house no because the house is so expensive that's like all you got it's the land it must be that they just get off on having a Well, the, she was also the home living in the there for area. 20
1: years, so you sort of become... It's like smell-blind to it. You're just like blind she, to it, and you think
0: it's nice. I mean, I don't want to be Nene Leeks and say, Oh, Lord, a white refrigerator oh, and a white... Um, a white oven. A white oven and a white dishwasher. I mean, I guess...
1: No, this is, so is not... That, a, anyway. This is one of the worst kitchens in the history of Housewives. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, anyway, the taxes. So, the
1: taxes. Okay, so... Uh, according to the Washington Post, they sold their okay. So they sold their home for 1.63. The government has a 1.468 million dollar lien against Ray Huger, the former FBI IBM executive who founded the software and consulting Did company. You say FBI?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oops,
1: IBM. <laughs> and they also had a 3.06 million dollar lien against the against it as well so that was that his business that was his business okay so So ray owed nearly 1.5 million dollars in back taxes federal taxes and income taxes federal taxes yeah Yeah, your federals yeah and then the company owed three million dollars in back taxes
0: so he just wasn't paying his taxes for whatever reason god knows how long yeah that has to be like quite a while right I mean, I know as those Karen says, you have to make millions to
1: owe millions, but the property taxes there have to be insane. But too. these aren't
0: property taxes, are they? These no, are like those are federal and income taxes. His company wasn't paying. their wasn't paying. So taxes. his company
1: wasn't making money for the last few years, probably, and he wasn't paying taxes on it. Is my guess. Got it. Alleged, alleged, alleged. It's
0: hard for me to understand, but like that—that's kind of what how I chalk it up to. Okay, is that yeah. is. Yeah. All right. So, what did Karen say about the tax issues? So, you know, obviously she got a lot of a lot of flack, especially from Giselle and uh, These Robin. These women were mean about it. They were, I mean, just like hungry wolves when this all came out. And when it was all over, she was on Watch What Happens Live. She was on many interviews and she said, uh, here's a couple things she said about the about it. I wanted to fix it for him. First of all, she talked about how their finances had always been separate. Do you believe that? i actually do because i think ray knew he wasn't doing this always she said our finances are separate
1: i think he i think he knew what he was doing when he wasn't paying them and i knew he i think he was protecting karen yes i agree what about
0: when she was a housewife though and like she she had openly admitted many times on the show that she raised the kids here's your credit card i'll pay for it what what was her account though like what her money wasn't separate then
1: yeah, here's a credit card with my your name on it from my account. Write a check. Right, yeah. so she didn't always have her own
0: money. No. No. Anyway, she said, initially I wanted to fix it for him. Ray is such a cool guy and has done so much for so many people. He just didn't deserve it. Deserve what? He didn't pay. She, yeah. He didn't deserve the, the flack? The cruel treatment, I guess? And it was difficult to stay in my lane. Um... And then she said, yes, but then again, this is his expertise. This is his business. This is what he's done for a living. And I couldn't help him by distracting him. So I just needed to follow his instruction, pray for him, be there for him, and hold our family together. A word salad. She saved that family. A word salad. That's a word word salad. salad. Exactly. And another thing she said... um, Now that Ray has taken care of his business, Karen said that she and her family are ready to put the past behind him. She said, he has settled, and they have a deal, and they're good. So we're in a great place, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that Ray's my hubby. I'm grateful that my kids are my kids, and I'm grateful that I still have great health to enjoy this life. I just rebirthed. So it's just a great place to be in. Long time getting here, though, but it's in the rear view mirror now. Again, another word salad. chef salad. (laughs) I love it, though. Like, she just, like, is smiling and moving on, at least on the surface. Absolutely. And they've had some marriage issues,
1: too, which was evident in some of these later seasons, too. I mean, how could they
0: not? This was, like, a huge downfall for them. This was a huge backpedal in their life to have to deal with this, and she had to be in on helping them settle this. I think she had to take over.
1: Thank God she was getting these checks from Potomac at this point no, too, and she shit, was already this came in at exactly the right time. Absolutely, she saved this family. Oh,
0: with that, I'm taking a drink of sparkling Malbec.
1: So here is the shocking thing, which I don't know. So according to Celebrity Net Worth, Karen Huger is worth ten million dollars. No way. And Ray Huger. Forty million dollars. No way.
0: How is that the company? What the company's valued at? I mean, they they don't seem to have more than one property. And I, and do they rent it? Do they own it? The one they have now, I think they probably still rent. No, I think I feel like they own as
1: of now. As of now, I can't okay. Recover. There's but been several houses on the show. I do not believe this power couple is fifty million. No shade million. to
0: renting, by the way.
1: Shade to renting. Just kidding. You know what? This power couple is not fifty million.
0: No No No. There's no way So you can't always believe Celebrity net worth This one I don't believe
1: This one no No.
0: Incorrect Okay
1: Karen On Instagram Karen has 548,000 followers Raven Huger Has 17.5 thousand followers Her nemesis Sharice Jackson Jordan Uh, $162,000 Not getting any endorsement deals there Ashley Darby Is 682,000 I'm surprised Ashley Doesn't have more Mm, that's still a lot oh and my queen of potomac giselle bryant seven hundred and thirty-eight thousand followers. she is the queen i i absolutely love giselle but that's a different episode i don't is she on cameo i gotta look this up while you karen? do yeah yes how much is it yes uh hi let me see right now i could i couldn't afford it oh did you try to get it for me for my birthday i wanted to karen huger her cameo price is oh two hundred dollars yeah
0: i bet she gives a good cameo oh I or bet salad. she gives an amazing <laughs> cameo she's who i would want a cameo for from for sure hint hint anyway uh major storylines that she had in, has had in the show so far in her her residency on the show is ongoing. Potomac is coming back. Like Potomac is also tomorrow. one of those
1: seasons that they're now in season eight is
0: starting mm-hmm. up. And they still have four OGs on Potomac. Yeah. Unheard it's unheard of. It's an unbelievable cast. And uh, it's starting soon, so don't sleep on it. Hello. Major storylines that Karen's had, though. Her tax issues, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Her empty nest nesting her kids going off to school and things where she is living why she's moved her la dame perfume line her la home essentials line which is her three-week candles and her rivalry with Giselle. i love the I, you know what and Sharice jackson jordan in the beginning
1: yeah Sharice is like a weak friend of but her rivalry with giselle those two have some of the best scenes ever
0: yeah it's like it's like Luann and frenemies. Ramona or Luann and Sonia. It's kind of like they'll always be there for each other in the background, but they will give it to each they other. They are both
1: smart enough to know it's that like they, need, and they need each other to be on the show. Yeah. The show is nothing without both of them.
0: Yeah. And I firmly believe they'll both stay on Okay, forever. How did she get the, grand, the, the opponent title of the Grand Dome? So... For those of you who don't watch, she is affectionately known on the show as the Grand Dame. Of Potomac. Of Potomac, yes. Uh, I guess on an episode of the Wendy Williams show, she revealed that she didn't actually give that title to herself like we all thought. Rather, the Bravo production team began calling her that when filming. I don't know. Do you believe that? Actually, I do. I
1: think she was, uh, I think Do her you think first the Bravo season?
0: production team said you're the Grand Dame?
1: I think it was a sarcasm thing Because I think that So when Potomac first started too It wasn't necessarily going to be a housewives show It was one of those That's where- what they say about all of them some of them, yes. Some of them, no. But this one was like going to be a show about like etiquette and manners, which is the first season, which isn't the best season. They talk a lot about etiquette and manners. Well, she does. And I think she also was kind of coming in a little bit hoity-toity, a little bit la-la-la. She did. And I think one of the producers was like, all right, Grand Dom. Well, yes. I think it was like an affectionate sarcastic title, and she took it and ran with it.
0: Well, that's exactly kind of what she says. She said production started throwing the name around, and the girls on the show picked it up, and then it stuck with her.
1: I she, think what they they meant is an insult. She turned it around and made
0: it a positive. Which is great. That's like exactly like a Luann. She's a politician. She said, who else on the show could be the grand dame but me? Um, so when the show aired in 2016, like the diehard fans just really ran with that name. And um, that's how we also have now a grand dame and la dame candle. So how did it go from grand dame to la dame?
1: La dame, marketing. So they they hired a marketing team. True.
0: Okay. So some taglines.
1: Okay. What do we got on the show? She's been on for
0: all of the seasons of Potomac. We got a lot of taglines. Okay.
1: These are not, they're not the greatest of taglines. All right. All right. Season one in Potomac, it's not about who you know. It's who you are and I am everything.
0: Mm.
1: Good. Mm. Two. Potomac put me on a pedestal and the view is spectacular. I love that one.
0: Okay. I think that's
1: like real good and to the point. Season three. Baby, don't believe what you hear. The Grand Dame still holds center court. I like that one too. Season four. You can try to tear me down, but the Grand Dame never crumbles. She's Mm. Grand dame in all of these, by the way.
0: Yeah, this is getting a little old.
1: Season five, honey, the grand dame doesn't repeat history. She makes it. I Ah, Respect. Season six, the grand dame could never be duplicated,
0: imitated, or intimidated. This is like a charade tagline to me.
1: It is very charade. (laughs) This is very very three-wick candle fight.
0: Season seven,
1: (laughs) just like a three-wick, I burn slow and never waver. I'm a fan. And this is her new one for this season that is yet to air, season eight. I don't ride the fence, honey. I am the fence. You ride me. Ooh, I don't. I know what seems, to think about that one. You, I don't think she. This meant what she thought it would mean.
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. A What's too your sexual.
1: favorite? Mm. I. I don't don't know I don't like really Any of these Um, I mean they're not Like the most witty I guess it's But don't believe What you hear The grand dame Still holds center court No Maybe season two For me Potomac
0: Put the pedestal Put me on a pedestal And the view is spectacular That's mine for sure But it's I like that she's like I got on a pedestal Basically because of this show mm -hmm. And I'm loving it I love it up top Yeah
1: Yeah that's probably My favorite But these are These are
0: weak Yeah yeah, these are, and I would think she would be better. But she's, she's not. She's she just more, talks a lot of words. She's yeah, not
1: the wittiest yeah. one in
0: Potomac. No. no Eventually, no, when
1: no. you speak thousands and thousands of words, some of the words will be funny when put together. But I totally she's not agree intentionally funny.
0: Yeah, Giselle is
1: actually funnier. I love Giselle.
0: Yeah, but Karen's like funny to just like kind of laugh at karen has
1: a very good sense of humor and karen knows what's funny which is what i like about her she knows when to laugh
0: so she definitely has a couple of charity charitable organizations that she works with on a regular basis she's an advocate and ambassador for uh the pave group which is promoting awareness and victim empowerment which um she had revealed on an on an earlier episode, I think it was in season two, mm-hmm. that she had been raped when she was in college. So she is a big advocate for coming forward about that and um, empowering victims. She's also a um, big donator and fundraiser for the Alzheimer's Association. Her father passed from complications due to Alzheimer's. And so she is a supporter of that organization. Uh, she also serves as vice president on the board of the directors for Felicia's Fund. I don't know what that is. Sorry, didn't have time. I have a dumb... Who's Felicia? I don't know. And then she is also... At the most important is that she's an ambassador of her hometown of Surrey County and was sworn in as a county official. She's when- an ambassador to Surrey County Tourism for this tiny
1: I wonder if she can do place. a citizen's arrest. Yeah. So she gives her time.
0: Yeah. So she does. And I guess that takes us right into our favorite moments. So right? these
1: are our favorite moments. Now, these aren't always necessarily the most well talked about moments. These are ones that we kind of comb through to find like the niche reasons as to what we love about these housewives in particular.
0: Also, I have to say, when it comes to Karen, I found that it, this was overwhelming. You had so many moments. There were so many. I I really wanted to do Karen from the beginning. And I started to write down all of the Karen moments I could just remember off the top of my head. And then I just didn't even have time to go back and watch all of these moments. Because there were so many. I had like 25 things written down. And I just I couldn't go back and watch all that content. But All she, of her
1: moments are great moments. She Guys.
0: has great moments. We put a lot of time into this pod. Like, each woman takes up a lot of time. Oh my gosh, time. the time is crazy, but it's all worth it. And and Potomac is worth it, and Karen is worth it, so. Absolutely. Here we go with that. Here we go into our moments. What do you have for your first one? Okay, so I know f- you had a lot of earlier.
1: I had an early season Karen when she was more delusional on it was, to me, my favorite of the Karen. Her
0: introducing herself to us, the audience, was like- Oh, okay. These were these, this
1: my we're moments are theme Karen moments that we see throughout Karen. So mine is season two, episode six, messy games. So Karen and Ray are visiting the real estate broker, and she's telling them that their house is overpriced. It's too much market time, it's under $1.8 million now, and she won't let them do an open house or even put up a for sale sign. Those are That's tacky. And she doesn't want strangers coming in and looky looing in her house.
0: So what is she just supposed to sell it on the pictures That are on Zillow or something
1: Essentially yes So the agent says that now that it's been on the market for so long They aren't going to They're just going to start bottom feeders And Carolyn lets out the most audible gasp
0: (gasps) Her looks and her Like gasps And her faces are great She's like, don't bring them to the front door. And the real estate
1: agent, rightly so, I am a real estate agent on the side and like, she's like, I have to bring you all offers, whether you like it or not. Like, we can't desc- we, we, we let all showings in. Are you crazy? Yeah. She's like, don't bring them to the front door. She thinks that the buyer of her house should be cl- a classy, snooty bitch.
0: Oh my god. This is the,
1: uh, and they had showed some showings of the house and clients were walking in being like, are they giving a credit for this ugly kitchen? or Are they doing any updating? Like it was priceless. Are they giving a
0: credit for the carpeting? All of it.
1: Whew. So uh, Karen also thinks she knows better than a broker how to sell her house. Again, Karen and Sonia are very similar to me in certain senses. She's got Sonia Morgan House syndrome.
0: Yeah, she was really, really. Um, it hurt her. You could tell to have to sell this house, and and I she do believe they had, had to. They had to. I think Ray,
1: she, Ray led her to believe that they needed to just kind of slow it down. I don't think Ray was telling her the urgency of what they needed to do to sell this house.
0: Completely agree. He kept her in the dark and she. She was saying it was empty nesting that they needed to do, which is also true. But then what she said is that they wanted to downsize. And then they ended up. And then they ended up in a bigger house. So. Yeah. It was very confusing. I can see why the women were.
1: Asking legitimate just questions about where you're going to move to.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you were, like, all of a sudden going to a place that, like... Where are you moving to? I'd just be like, what, you know? Absolutely. Okay, what's your first moment? So my first one is fast-forwards all the way to season three. Okay. And I'll say, if you haven't watched Potomac, first of all, watch Potomac. One and two are a little bit slower. Two is it's like No, a, no, no. One is slow, two, two is, is good. Slow. Okay, two is good. That's right. Um, it doesn't matter, though. Just watch it. Just it's, watch it. It's so You don't good. have to watch it's, these shows. You get to watch these shows. Exactly. It's different. So season... Th- but by the time we get to season three, we're on like full blast off. Oh, right? yeah. Firing on all was cylinders. Ashley's here by now and... Ashley was um, here from season I one. I mean, no, I'm sorry. Candace, Candace. Which was the only other Potomac woman that we have done. Yep. Was Candace and now we're at Karen. So season three, episode five, and it is called Shade in a Bubble. So uh, Candace took everybody to do something called Bubble Soccer, which to me looked... Ridiculous! It was Candace's first event. Potomac always has these outdoor, like, sporting activities that they're doing or, like, family fun festival with, like, some picnicking. These it, dummy events. They're horrible. First of all, it's like New York would never. Yeah. Neverly Hills would never. Maybe Orange County would. Orange County would. Jersey would be, like, maybe. Dork, Jersey but would. Anyway, no one is super thrilled about being here or about the heat. It is summer and it is hot and they get finished with bubble soccer and they're told that food and drink is coming, uh, go- going to arrive. And they're going to eat this barbecue from Chris- Candace's husband, Chris's restaurant, Myron Mixon's. And they're waiting and waiting and guess the barbecue has been sitting in traffic, whatnot. Anyway, uh, Candace is new to the group, and she's really trying to impress people with first event. event. This is her first event, as you said. And everybody has been, while they're waiting for this food to arrive, everybody is quizzing Candace on her marriage, her finances, and her house and everything. They're initiating
1: her into the housewives at this point.
0: Now, it's hotter than hell out, as I mentioned. Karen is sticking up for Candace, and saying, "Now Candace, don't be telling these women none of your business because they will take it and twist it." Then suddenly as she's doing one of her word salad speeches, we can see as she sweats that her 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 wig is kind of falling down the back or side of her head ever so slightly. The wig shift. The wig shift. Candace reaches to her, she's sitting next to her, to kind of help keep that wig on her head. On Karen's head. She looks kind of worried, right? Mm -hmm. Then Karen keeps just keeps talking the word salad through all of this and says, as we sweat. (laughs) And then she goes, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're all trying to help her in this moment. They're all just like, oh God, oh God, you don't want to get this on camera that your wig is going to (laughs) slide. You know, like when you feel that sweat drip, oh, that yeah. single drip down your back when you're, it's hot. You look like
1: you're sweating right now a little Do bit. Do I?
0: I think it's my glow. I, <laughs> it's I really, your dewy glow. It's my glow. I have that, I have a glowy lotion on. Do you think it's sweat? No, it's glow. It's dewy. Oh. Yeah, right. You bet your ass it is. <laughs> anyway, you know, she's got that single sweat coming down, but in this case, it's her entire wig falling off. Anyway, Candace tries to help keep it on her head. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then Karen suddenly places her sunglasses on top of her head as a way to keep the wig from sliding off. And then it, it looks kind of half-cocked. Like, it looks completely sideways. It's a classic moment. And, and it just it keeps sliding around as she's talking. This wig is not right. And it is so hot out. She just takes it all in stride. Oh my God, this is so funny, you guys. Everyone, all the women are really laughing at this under their breath, but they just like probably know, they're like, I know how this feels. And all this time, Karen does not miss a beat. She just keeps flapping her mouth, preaching to the ladies about their quizzing of Candace and just keeps giving Candace advice. And the real comic relief is she all of a sudden says now just in the middle of of giving Candace advice? Now my wig's about to turn backwards on my head <laughs> in a minute, and then uh, it's just so funny. And then we, such we, a good we sense of humor. Slip to confessionals. Ashley says cousin it made an appearance at oh. this barbecue. Aww, <laughs> oh Kern, <laughs> and then uh, Candace says now she says very candily at the barbecue. Now I have a hairline. If you need help finding something else to, Always p- to be wear promoting. That is Robin says this is was my favorite part. Robin says like very matter of factly, like you know how Robin is like just sleepy Robin monotone. She's like, Karen, it's hot. Just take it off. <laughs> And Karen says something like, oh, I'm going to mess you right up for even suggesting that. Like, absolutely not. She would never. And then she says in her next confessional, it was just a wig shift. It was simply a wig shift. And then she says, in the 20 years of wearing wigs, you best know I could lock it down. Her sense of timing is amazing. And laughing about herself, season three, episode five, watch Karen's wig shift. It's it is a hilarious. Classic. This is one of the that, that is a perfect, perfect. In moment. the words of John Jaros, who was here on the Nini episode, um, who by the way doesn't even watch Potomac. Boo. boo! Said if it involves a wig, I'm in. Okay, well, so John, Potomac Potomac's it. all Hello. about wigs. Get on it. <laughs> Potomac is entirely about wigs. Okay, so I have
1: again. I have I have two season two moments. I hate to do this, but this was such a good moment. Oh, I, I love to do this. I don't this. hate it. Season 2, episode 10, Welcome to the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. This is a That's classic trip. housewife trope where it, it's, the fight's not about what it's about. It's always about the show. So they're doing a cast trip to Bermuda. It's Karen's trip. Or wait, is Karen co-hosting with Sharice? So these two have been competing for the Grand Dame titles the entire season. Karen insists that she is hosting the cast trip, and she asks Sharice to assist in her planning the trip. Charisse is completely bugging out because she's no one's assistant. When they arrive at the airport, and they agree, like, Charisse is going to take one day. Karen's going to take another day. God knows what production told them. So when they arrive at the airport, the sign says, welcome, on behalf of Karen Huger. When the ladies get to their hotel rooms, they're all greeted with gift baskets that basically say, like, from just Karen, Karen alone, not from Sharice, just Karen. I love this. And then Karen hosted welcome dinner because Karen was like, I'm hosting the welcome dinner. All the ladies are wondering, who's hosting the trip? Charisse is so and Karen, ever so famously, just gives a word salad. I did not write all of this down because it made no sense. But basically, she said at the end, This is beneath me. This is our trip, which was basically, I, I think it was like production being like, You guys are co hosting. Karen, you tell everyone about the trip. So Karen just took it and ran with it. I love it. This was just one of those like petty moments, and they're all like, And, and who's the host of this trip? It was, it's a great trip, actually. What did
0: you think of Charisse? Nah, yeah, Charisse is she's a bee. Yeah, she can be. I, I am. Mean, Do you think she was a good housewife?
1: No, Yeah, no. She's not on anymore. She's by got the way. some decent moments. She pops in like
0: Camille every once in a while. I love Camille. Anyway, so my next moment is from season four. Uh, episode 18 and it is called mom's the word and this was when karen throws her party for her new perfume la dame la dame la dame which is named after her being the grand dame all the ladies are super skeptical if karen is actually going to show anything at this party because as we know in a housewives party sometimes you just get an event and there's nothing actually to show sometimes you have a fashion show without any fashions quite often in other words Uh, They wonder if this will just be, yeah, one of those housewives parties. Um, The party looks like it is in, like, this old, old historic home. Um, I I don't know what this event space is, or if it is. It just looks like a house to me, or like a a brownstone or something. Anyway, there are appetizers, drinks, a paper cutout of Karen, a life-size greeting you (laughs) when you come in and everybody is just she's got the perfume under this like cloche uh-huh and she won't let anyone take it out she won't let anyone touch it they think it's because it's just like water it's in just there. an empty bottle they think it's an empty bottle but really in fact she's just waiting for like the event to take off which is all of these gold painted women come out and like I think they're like in bathing suits or something sort mm-hmm. of, but their, their, their limbs and their faces and their their bodies are all painted in this like gold body paint. Ugh. And they, they come out holding bottles of the Dom perfume and they spray it in the air. I would die. And they spray it on everyone too. So everyone's just like putting their snouts in the air, smelling it, right? Monique is there pregnant as hell. Oh,
1: you and, have super smell when you're pregnant, oh, by the way. And you hate all smells when you're but pregnant.
0: But she says, oh, I love it. It's so she good. She did not love it. She says it's fresh and easy on the nose. No. And then Candace seems to love it. Uh, as well Giselle and Robin are kind of pretending but giving side eye and congratulating her and then we go to the confessionals Mm -hmm. and Giselle says in her confessional in my mind I'm a 33 to 25 or 33 35 year old tops 36 years old but after I got sprayed down I'm about 73 74 I became a grandma I mean, that's more of a Giselle moment, but I'm just talking about her LaDame perfume here. Mm -hmm. And then Ashley says, yeah, about the perfume, my my mom will love it. And then they show Karen saying, LaDame is a signature scent for all women. It is sexy. It doesn't yell your name when you come to the door, but it follows you. She gives a very good speech at this event, a nod to her mother and not to Giselle. So and not to Giselle and her friends. And then she announces in spring twenty nineteen the doll will be popping up in a national retail store and you can buy it there. What was the national store? Bloomingdales. How? How. I think this is like I've really speculated about why she's in Bloomingdales. And by the way, you can still, I don't know what, but look at your select Bloomingdales. I looked at the one in Chicago and it seems like I could pick up I could order the Ladom like home essentials kit, like that was so like a sampler set. It, it said low stock. I'm not sure if I actually pressed it and put it in my bag and tried to buy it if it would show up there for me to pick up. But let me just tell you, but it's, I, what you what you what I found for fifty five dollars, it $55. was a room purify. It was a room
1: like it's a room. It was like a room scent thing and then a candle. It wasn't the LaDon perfume.
0: Right. It's a candle. It's a room uh, spray and then a, uh, what's the thing with the sticks?
1: Like incense?
0: It's like a uh, diffuser.
1: Room diffuser. It's a
0: diffuser and it's $55 and they apparently still have it. But let me tell you real quick. So the notes of LaDom are tobacco leaves and bergamot. Middle notes are clove and cedar wood, and the base notes are mahogany, sandalwood, and vetiver. This is like my least type of uh,
1: yeah. No, this perfume is not I for want. me. This is
0: not fresh. This is not fruity. This is not floral. This yeah. is like woody and like spice woody and, sea- and yeah. It's not for me. But uh, about the fragrance, let me just read real quick. you mind? No. Instantly lift the aroma of your home, lighting the pathway to create fond memories. This gift set releases a romantic combination of woodsy scents embodying a powerful intensity of tobacco leaves and bergamot, along with clove and cedar wood as well as the alluring refinement of mahogany, sandalwood, and vetiver. This rich scent will help create your own royal relaxation oasis. I'm telling you what, that sounds like a beast of scent. (sighs) Like absolute old lady. That is busy. It, it's very the other busy. thing
1: with perfume too like what smells good on you doesn't smell good on me like it all mi- or it, sm- it can smell completely different yeah. too it's all different chemistries
0: yeah but, so this um,
1: perfume is not for everyone
0: i liked her introducing la i liked how everyone laughed at it it was great okay i've got a moment this is season five episode seven
1: fireball and fire pits this is probably one of my favorite cast trips of oh, all time ever so good this is when the ladies are at Monique Samuel's lake house, and it's like they're Fredericksburg so bored there, or Maryland or something. All of these women are sort of bored, and yet so much happens on this trip. I absolutely love this trip, and so much goes down. So after the fire pit that Monique was being a huge baby about, the, some of the ladies go to bed. A few of the ladies want to go downstairs to the basement to do fireball shots. It's producer's phone camera time. Now, whenever it's just on a producer's camera phone, you know good shit's gonna happen. You know
0: they like put it up at the last minute. Oh, yeah, because the they had to. Were down. union. Yeah, Union yeah. Times
1: cameras down, and a producer's like, I have to stay. I can't miss this. And thank God for this producer. I know. So it starts at 1233 a.m. It's Karen, Wendy, Monique, and Karen all getting completely shit faced loaded. Down on the lower third, the Chiron, is the Karen shot counter going on. She's already had five shots. She won't take a puff of... A fireball? C- a fireball. Yeah. She won't take a puff of Monique's just CBD, it's not weed. Mm. Right. Sure. She just goes. She's slurring at this point, completely incoherent. Let me be very clear. I look like this because I don't fuck around. This is natural. Natural. I don't have an old vagina. My shit is moist.
0: I. This is like one of the best moments of all time. This is one of this the is gonna go best down.
1: moments of all time. She is pouring shots for everyone. She is totally babbling. She's completely incoherent. She talks about, when you marry powerfully successfully men, when you do business, be legitimate. She's saying how she, and then she started saying how she gave half of her money to save us from the tax issues. When you were drunk, you speak your truth. More shots. More shots. Karen had nine shots of fireball. This is my kind of party. I love, love, I, love, love I, this. I can't even with this moment. I
0: also, like, think that this goes to show you, like, number one, being vulnerable on camera and just letting yourself go. Like... I love when the camera quote unquote and they do this a lot in
1: Potomac when camera's down for the night there's just like a producer phone yeah. camera these bitches yeah. have a ball together they do it in Nemecolon they do it in hot tubs this, they
0: have a ball together this actually goes to show you too it doesn't matter where you are no they're in some kind of woodsy home lake home no, in Maryland keeps making them go fishing doesn't who gives matter. a shit they are like it is who you are and who you are with and this is there. peak, peak,
1: peak. Season five of Potomac is one of the best seasons. There's not a sleeper episode in this bunch.
0: Well, speaking of, I'm going to go t- right into season five. And I actually have another moment after this because the last one was, I got a lot of Karen stuff. So this one's called Shifty Wigs. And we have moved on from the LaDom. Well, we haven't moved on. But we She are, doesn't move on. She doesn't move on. We are in the wig party which is, uh, they're having Karen's wig introduction party at something called the hair doc studio. And she's her next installation of her LaDom, you know, lifestyle brand is, is wigs. So this is called a wig shift party and it's in the back basically of a strip mall. It's in a hair studio in the back of a strip mall. It looks crazy um no one is there hardly monique comes in early and gets rushed out by karen so she doesn't run into candace okay so at this
1: point candace and monique were deadly enemies couldn't be filmed
0: together at could this not point. be filmed together and um it comes out after this that she had invited both Monique and Candace and actually tried to get them to both be on camera together in the beginning. Anyway. She wanted a moment. More on that in a second. But Ashley, yeah, they're fighting. Um, Ashley's fighting with Candace also. Giselle doesn't attend the party because of Karen's business partner, Stephen, who has been apparently talking about uh, Giselle real, real bad on social media. And says so she doesn't even... Um, she doesn't even go. She doesn't even want to support Karen's business, but she says it's actually Steven's business, and Karen's just the face of it, which I totally agree with. For sure. And Karen's just there for the publicity. Anyway, Karen says it's a big deal also that Ray showed up to this party to support her, so that's kind of weird. Her and Ray were having a down season this season also, sadly. So they're all standing around in this weird strip mall salon. She shows a video of the wigs and a website launch. I've watched this video. You can find it online. I truly think she's just the face of this, this line that this person that does her hair pieces is mm-hmm. doing and then like contracting her sure. to be the face of. So all the girls are trying on all the wigs. Um, they're looking great. They're, you know, Candace has a little short blonde bob on, it looks cute. Um, then it comes out, I think, via Ashley. It's revealed that Monique had been invited to this party because she's gone at this point after all. And it said, uh, Karen had said previously when they were on vacation before that Monique would absolutely no be invited to the party. So Monique was there earlier. And of course, after the... Um, oh, because well, Monique was being blackballed at this time. I'm sorry, I'm trying to read my notes. Mm-hmm. So everyone's giving Karen a real hard time for all of this shit. She does not do well when she's getting questioned. They're backing her into a corner for inviting both Monique and Candace. Everybody at this point is on Candace's side. And Monique is blackballed. She's very fight or flight. And Karen is kind of doing, playing both sides of it. So they're put backing her into the corner. And suddenly Karen says, you know what? This is all... Um, I'm done with this. Uh, Ray and I have a dinner reservation. So she's hosting an event, but has a dinner we reservation. We have got to go. And they said, you're all st- you're leaving your own party? They're all still wearing her wigs. It's like mid-event. It's mid-event. And um, anyway, she walks right out the door, leaves her own event after like five to ten minutes. She probably
1: said that she's had these reservations for a long time.
0: Yeah. She's like, we have a dinner reservation at seven. And no. then she pieces right out the door. She is fight or flight. She will anyway, leave, leave, leave. It's another wig event, it's and a, I love but it. But she
1: like, leaves her own event, mid-event. Yeah. Anyway. I love it.
0: So those are our moments. I have another one that I just want to do. It's Sing Sing for Your Suffer. Oh, this is like. Season six, episode two. This is probably one of the most popular. It's it's more of just her burbage. She's fighting with Giselle at this moment. She's fighting with Giselle. This is like deep COVID. And they go into like Timbuktu to go to um, Wendy's house, wherever this is. So they're doing mostly house parties because it's COVID. Karen and Giselle are not getting along and it really stems from the previous year's reunion and all the things that were said. Anyway, Karen, Wendy says, I hope we can all get along here at at my party. But Giselle announces that she and Karen will probably never be in a good place. And Karen says, you want to talk about your fiery box that's on fire and that's why you can't keep a man? She has a hot box.
1: And I don't even know what that means.
0: Yeah. And then Giselle said, we all know the ding dong at her house is broken. And she says, yes. And then she says, Giselle, what you will not do is disrespect my husband. You don't have a man. You are a broken whore from Hampton University. And that's why we went to Sing Sing. What is that even? Isn't Sing Sing a prison? And then people say, "What is Sing Sing? Is it a city?" And people are then like, "Hot box Sing Sing? Is this old lady code? Is this a TikTok thing?" Anyway, Karen thought she was giving really
1: good shade at that moment too. I think she was wasted. Of course, she was wasted. Hot box Sing Sing. Yeah, I think she was wasted. <gasps> oh, uh, sorry. sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. This dog is coughing.
1: <laughs> this Puss it back down okay these are great moments and there right, were so anyway. many other ones to choose from
0: there's just so many anyway sorry now, if i was a little long-winded on some of those so let's get into our uh burning questions yeah so burning questions these are questions
1: that sarah and i are dying to know and we make up the answers too
0: yeah we make them up as we go does okay. production like her karen i think they've grown to like her
1: i think she was difficult that first season and then they came around on her
0: i, I will agree with that
1: does andy like her yes yes she gives good everything is she fashionable no she's as fashionable as potomac can get yeah it's not she's not good or bad she's just nah.
0: no we already said what we thought of her home oh god that's a tragic home and i'm sorry but i'm not sorry okay is she fun to drink yes. with 100 percent. she's Absolutely. probably the most fun at a party
1: She's one of them. She's on my, she might be on my Mount Rushmore of what Housewives I want to drink with. Yeah. What is her cocktail of choice?
0: Champagne.
1: Or Fireball.
0: Yeah, Champagne or Fireball.
1: Also, two, two very popular Housewives cocktails or drinks, Champagne I, and Fireball. I think she'll kind
0: of give, she'll drink whatever you're giving her, but I think if, if she's she at she a would, restaurant, she'll she be, like, be like, I'll oh, have a Champagne.
1: I'll have a Champagne. Yeah. What do you think her favorite TV show is? God, I have no clue. What do you think she unwinds with at the end of the day? How, other housewives? No, no. I don't think so. I think if her and Ray Meet are the in press. bed together. No. What are, what are her and Ray watching at the end of the day? The news. The news.
0: CNN. M- MSNBC. They met at a political fundraiser. MSNBC. Yeah, for sure. Okay. okay Does I'll she have go, a favorite okay.
1: movie? Top Gun? It's not Top <laughs>
0: I don't know. I've never even seen her. I don't
1: that. even know. You wait. I'm sorry. You've never seen Top Gun? No. I, we've
0: had this discussion, and it yeah. shocks me every time. Um, I don't know. What do you think her favorite movie is? Steel Magnolias?
1: Oh, I do love that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. TBD on that. Do you think she's a good tipper?
0: Mm. I would say yes. She gives a solid 20%. Maybe 18. Pre- a pre-tax 10%. A pre-tax yeah. 20%. She might t- tip before the tax,
1: which, by the way, is not a thing. My husband does it, and it annoys no. me. No. So when I fill it out, he's like, yeah, he's a pre-tax he's a do he's a tip don't do that. What kind of a mom is she? She is a great mother. She 100% loves these kids. A hundred percent When these kids are on, I love these kids. They are not annoying. They are smart. They go to college. She is a killer mother.
0: Do you think she was a strict mom?
1: Yes, I do. And, and like strict in a good way. I, I think, you know what? These kids have come out fantastic Whatever I think she, she did, very loving and they love her they love her I think she loves she loves family do you think she was a good cook
0: I think she's or a good or does c- she cook at all and if I, she does is she good I
1: think she was a good weeknight school night cook
0: she like had a roasted chicken a roasted chicken but now a she lasagna? has to,
1: she has to get rid of the dirty bird in her house because she took an allergy test and they said the dirty bird wasn't yeah. good
0: for her What else? Um, Does she host a good event, truly? I think she hosts... Or like a trip? A mediocre
1: event. I I think she did a good... The cast trip to Bermuda was a nice trip, but... Yeah. I don't think she is the greatest... I, I think the food probably lags at these events. Is she a good friend? Both on and
0: off the show.
1: I wonder how many friends she has in real life. Like real friends. I agree.
0: She seems to me, I'll say one thing. She seems like definitely a social climber. So that can push friends away from you when you do that. I
1: think she yeah, I think she's just like fine a fine yeah, I don't think she has tons and tons of friends.
0: Do you relate to her? No. No.
1: Not in the least. Republican or Democrat? Democrat, total Democrat for sure.
0: And I believe she votes as well. I think it's very important to her.
1: I think all of these Potomac women are like pretty hardcore Democrats. I think they all vote.
0: Yeah, I think they're, they're all got very a good political good and track they, record. Yeah, um, I think we've already talked about her charitable organizations. She's mm-hmm. big into the community um do you think that she was like a housewives fangirl like she watched the other seasons not in the way that some of them i think she might have
1: i think she maybe dabbled in like a season or two of atlanta but i don't think she is in the way of like all whitney or an angie k like a thirsty thirsty housewife do you think she she watches
0: them now some of it i don't
1: think she does that much fun to party with absolutely good
0: professionals
1: yeah, absolutely. Great
0: confessionals. If you want to see Top a
1: good confessional, tear confessionals. It's like
0: her, her like dead behind the eyes like look, like she could. She has a good poker face mm-hmm. when she's lying. She oh yeah, it's perfect. She's a lot of that. She is a half true, The queen of the half truths. There's of the my truth. What's her high school superlative? Best hustler. Oh God and look she's hustled all the way she on Bravo, is so. a hustler in a good way i don't think a hustler is a bad thing at all like no she
1: she will work 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 she's a good hustler
0: yeah i agree with that i think she also might have been like the stuco president or something yeah i could see her rallying people is her money real or a house of cards house of cards Sorry. yeah i think it's a complete house of cards too yeah. So that $10 you don't million, get those $40 tax million issues. is not... You don't get those sorts of tax issues without it being a little bit of a house of cards. Is she on your Mount Rushmore?
1: No. But you know what? I respect her. I like her. I think she... She doesn't hold a spot for me, but you know what? She's top-tier housewife to me. I'm going to say it's too early to tell. She's been on for... This is her eighth season coming up. No.
0: She is or she isn't. All All right. She I'm, could be an honorable I'm, mention. I'm 80% sure she's on my house.
1: Wow. Wives. An 80 percenter. Who else is on your... Do you, have we had... I'm sorry. I want to ask her. The, Nini. So it's Nini. Maybe
0: K- Tinsley. And Karen. Which everyone laughed at. And Karen. That was Sheree was maybe on there. Hey, these are you know always what, changing. It's evolving. It's always evolving. But I think the point here is, if you have not watched Karen Huger, and you have not watched... Housewives of Potomac, please get on board. Get on board. I'm telling you. She's the granddaughter.
1: Get some easy, non-symptomatic COVID and spend five days in your bedroom watching Potomac. You will thank us.
0: We always say that. And this is a good one, too. Absolutely. What else do we have?
1: So we need to do our Rose and Thorn. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. So my Rose, she has has a great sense of humor. She will laugh at herself. She respects the game. I have that she... Is comic relief, even if she doesn't know she's doing it. So that goes along with That's her sense of humor kind of and her sense relief. of timing, her comic timing. Absolutely. She's a natural TV star.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. My thorn, she just speaks like a politician. Her word salads, when she just wants to get out of something, like yeah. zero sense, she admits nothing.
0: I said to her, half-truths, and sometimes her
1: wigs are bad. In that kitchen. In that kitchen. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. She's in that kitchen. I think she knows.
0: Yeah, she knows. She's gotta know.
1: We came up at the reunion. She knows. Alright, what are chirons? So chirons are the lower third. When Bravo gives some sort of tongue-in-cheek little thing, it'll be like real estate, not really a real estate agent. Just their little cheekiness about them. So we like to give assign some chirons
0: for what do our you ladies.
1: Have? Wig with the tongue?
0: Oh, I like that. I have um, Surrey Born and Bred yes. Potomac Raised Okay I have Three wick Chick
1: Three wick Chick is good
0: Mrs. Black Bill Gates Oh
1: Very good What do you have? I, I didn't really have a lot of other ones Politician Who Speaks in Hath Truths Yeah I mean that just like sums her up
0: Yeah she is. She is very politician-like, which makes sense because they're right near D.C. So, like. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Guys, we did this.
0: Yeah. Karen, over an hour episode here on Karen Huger. And we didn't even scratch the surface. There were so many I'm moments with I'm sure you'll notice her. there were many moments that we did not um, even get to cover about Karen. Some of the classic ones. But we just did ones that were cute and fun. Ones and that made me smile. Ones that made us smile. She's an excellent housewife and please don't sleep on her or Potomac. Watch it.
1: Watch it. We have lots of great episodes coming up. We've got some really fun things that we're cooking up for you guys.
0: Some special holiday treats. Yeah. So tell your friends and family. Five-star rate and review. Five-star rate and review. And we'll talk to you next time. And wait, follow us on What's Upon a Housewife PC. Yes, on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.